welcome back to the New Ark Podcast, episode 23. That's just to throw our listeners off because they feel too superior about always knowing what episode number it is. Yes. How are you going, Joe? I'm good. I mean, we just got to do our, you know, starting off clap, which is always my mm. favourite part of the podcast and the listeners don't even get to hear it, but it's my favourite part. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you, the best part. You edit it out. It's consistently, mm. I get so excited, I go for a proper big clap so that it registers on the, <laughs> on the microphone, but one day, I think you should just leave it in. Just don't edit it out, mm. just leave it so people get to experience the fun that is the clap. Well, not the clap. That's something different, but the clap is an old um, the clap is an old term for syphilis. <laughs> I believe about dated references. Yeah, <laughs> I have been watching a lot of um, kind of like period dramas and stuff like that. Have you? So, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, I just thought you got syphilis. No, mm. no, thankfully not. What? To, <laughs> anyway, how have we gone this so quickly? Normally, my sexual life doesn't make an appearance until at least 20 minutes in. We're not going to talk about your sexual life today, Joe. We're talking about owls. They don't have sex. They just look at each other in a sexy way. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> before we get on to Joe's sex life, which, of course, is the main order of business for today... We have an exciting result. Ooh. Actually, two results for Joe, because he didn't hear the last one. Ooh, yeah. So the, the result we had on moths was for snails, and they didn't make it in. Snails didn't make it. But by quite a landslide, actually. One oh. of the biggest majorities I've seen in a while. People don't like snails. I don't know how to break it to you, but snails are bastards. That's okay. Yeah. Wait, well, I mean, it... people rallied behind sharks, which was, was nice to see, but snails, they're not going for. What did we last record together? Oh, jellyfish. Well, oh, yeah. Well, well, we haven't got to jellyfish yet, oh, but yeah. the result we have today is for sloths. Do you think sloths made it on board the new ark to be rescued from the apocalypse of raining cats to sail through space to Earth 2.0? I'm going to say probably not. Mm, it was really, really tight. So tight, in fact, that our listeners couldn't decide. Oh. It was a draw. Oh. It's the first draw we've had this season, which is mm. quite exciting. Okay. Yeah, so we get to talk about sloths again sometime in the distant future for our first Royal Rumble of series two. Yeah, that is quite surprising. Mm. I am shocked that snails did not make it, but sloths are tied because sloth, I thought snails, I'm not gonna lie, I thought they would make it. I thought I argued well. But They're just I think, I slimy think, suckers, snails. I think, I think people carry a lot of prejudice towards snails. Yeah. So it mm. didn't matter what I said. They were going to be a no, but the sex noises are infinitely worse for yeah. snails. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's what it was. Maybe it was like, <laughs> yeah, um, a, this is actually the single way people are voting henceforth. Yeah. People are waiting you for it get now. Get ready for owls. Yeah. People are just waiting for that. They they zoom through the podcast until they hear me go, and this is how it sounds. 
Well, that is shocking. <laughs> do we want I'm... to get that section out of the way now? <laughs> We're going to do all the owl noises in order. No, no, I think it takes... We'll, we'll need a bit of time. We can probably do a few of them. How good are your owl calls? Not very good. I do not consider myself twit a birder. Twit -too. You know in Welsh, an what owl, owl is that? An owl, one of the words for an owl is a goody hoo. Because it makes, makes the goody hoo. Is that meant to be the, the noise it makes? I guess so. I mean, I'd be more likely to call it a tachian, which is a different word for an owl, but like, yeah, goody hoo is one hmm. word we use in Wales for an owl. You know, I rescued owls in France for a month. And it was really, really confusing because they've got nine different words in French for owl. Really? It's bloody annoying. Because, I mean, I was, what, 15, 16 at the time. This was mm. my French immersion experience yeah. to learn the language. And that they keep on inventing word a day for this stupid bird. Do you... <laughs> Didn't make the experience any easier. Have you confirmed that they actually were words for owls, or do you think they were just messing with you? <laughs> also, yeah, I like that your owl, your French immersion experience was rescuing owls. That's kind of endearing. It almost makes me like you. It's this almost. Oh. Like, no, most people would go for I didn't for like, like the owls. Oh, well. No, they were evil. Really most, bad tempered. You know, bastards. Most, most people would go for the, the Paris, the wine drinking, the. The, but you were like, no, no, I know what I will do, is I will rescue owls. But good for you. So, so clearly, thank you. Clearly, but today I'm not rescuing I owls. I was going to say, I'm hang on, hang on. <laughs> Surely that means I've already won the debate because you spent a summer of your youth rescuing these creatures. So, and I don't believe that there is anything you can say today to trump the fact that you went out and rescued owls. You know, you can make up all this, they're mm. murderous, they're this, they're... I don't think they're nymphomaniacs, but I'm not particularly sure. Um, but you can make up all of I this. I struggled on that point, I'll be honest, Joe, yeah. <laughs> this week. <laughs> and then you can... I, all I have to come back to is the fact that you spent your time rescuing them. And basically, that would make you a bigger fraud than Donald Trump. Mm. Which, which is timely to say that. You know, this might by the time this podcast goes out, it might be old news, but... Donald Trump. Oh, he came out last week in Moths. Donald oh, did Trump, he? full force. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad he makes an appearance in these nature-based mm. uh, podcasts. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like he is um, he is really something. But yeah, I well on the on that note, it's time to wrap up the podcast because yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to sue us soon enough anyway. But owls, 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 owls. I mean, I have to say as just preceding the forthcoming argument that Joe did say, quote unquote, off the record before recording started, that he thought owls were dead dull and couldn't find anything interesting to say about them. I didn't say they were dull. What, my, what I said was, and please take back the quote unquote, because that was not a quote unquote. Um, it was a quote. What, what that was a Joe quote. <laughs> What I said was, it's going to be hard you to argue against your more illogical answer questions, um, your statements, mm. because owls are very ecologically important and are very interesting, but I feel like the ones that are doing really well for the listeners are the ones that have slightly out there arguments. 
and mm. owls don't particularly have that component. But not that I know of. So if anybody listening thinks that they have a solid argument in favour of owls beyond the kind of they're beautiful, they're they're intelligent, they're beautiful, they're they're ecologically important pest controllers. You know, beyond those sort of arguments, please let let us know. Drop a message to us because mm. I would love to hear that. And, and maybe after this podcast goes out, we allow a window for expert opinion from the outside to feed in. I think that's neat. It only works if it's a draw, though, Joe. Well, Otherwise, it can't. The, the decision can't be overturned. It's too late. Well, I hope I was so. already condemned. You know, okay. I am ready okay. for, for you to hit me with... Well, I, I thought I'd, I, I'd start with some of the, the... A small game. So, first and foremost, owls. Just incredibly unsanitary. I mean, the, the sort of slobs I live with in this student shacks <laughs> that we have in Bristol. It's a, a battery farming for university ch- chumps. I mean, burrowing owls, their favourite food is dung beetles. Not a great start, let's be honest. And then they go on to line their nests with cow dung. Yeah. Warmth. Interior decor. I mean... I, I, I don't rate it. I mean, you've got the great horned owl, which is the skunk's main predator. Let's think about this for a minute. Do we want skunk-smelling owls swooping down on us from above. I don't think so. I also learned over the course of researching this that one person has died from a great horned owl. They were killed by the owl. Really? And it was put nonchalantly in a sentence. Only, there's only been one recorded death from a great horned owl. I wonder. Which I thought was a lovely way to reassure me. I think it's quite a lovely way to reassure you, you know, they're, they're not particularly... I, I would have assumed there were no recorded deaths from I mean, I, I would have assumed they were hundreds, so would I think, you? yeah, I think Good. the fact that because there's... Because they are <laughs> murderous bastards, so I mean, <laughs> I assumed I assumed there'd be more, so to find out only one shows me that owls are capable of great acts of mercy, you know, because... <laughs> you think? Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm quite glad that you can't use the the murderous one in this context. Not of people, anyway. Well, uh, I mean, hang on. Uh, let's, this let's, is what let's, I was saying. This is what I was saying. Okay. In terms of people, because you can't use mm. that as justification. When it comes to pest control, and, you know, if, let's be honest, there's probably a 95% chance that rats will make it onto the Ark, either by vote or by mm. rats being survivors. You know, we always say rats make it off. Uh, rats always get off a sinking ship and if you've ever watched mm. Titanic you'll know there's quite a significant scene with the rats get off the sinking ship um, I don't remember that scene it's quite, it's, it's I watched Titanic like three weeks ago Really, I still well, don't remember the rats you weren't paying attention to the rats so we have to assume the Clearly. rats will get onto the Ark which means that once we get to Planet 2.0 they are probably just going to go through a population boom and what we really need is a, an expert pest control who knows what they're doing, doesn't involve chemicals, doesn't involve harmful substances. They just do their job mm. to the good to keep population control. They don't overdo it. They don't underdo it. They just do it right. So owls, 
for the ecological roles have to be on Earth 2.0 so that small rodents and other mammals don't overcome the planet. Because we already know that some small rodents have already been voted on, have they not? No. No? <laughs> what about season one? I don't think so. I'm sure season one. I don't think Meerkats one. made it on. Oh no, they didn't, did no. they? Because listeners... I don't think we've talked about any other small rodents. Well, I'm assuming they're going to make it on, you know, field mice, door mice, mm. voles. So it's important that we do have, as much as I love those animals, it's important that their populations don't go out of control. And I'd you know, much... New York actually considered introducing owls for controlling its I could see that. rampant yeah. bat population mm. several times, sort of late last century. They always turned it down. It didn't get very far. That's this is actually not a very good idea. That's it's because like they, they have the no vision. like the old lady who swallowed the fly. This is this is They have no vision. <laughs> like we have always said this about New York. It's the city mm. with no vision. It's not going always, anywhere. Yeah. It's it's got yeah, no every other sentence. Yeah, because I regularly talk about cities with attitude, and I'm just New York doesn't <laughs> have it. It's it's not the place that it would take serious vision to see the power of an owl. You know, I'm not even going to let you use the New York example. I'm just not. I just don't think it's fit. But that you know, also we have to look at the fact that owls are so well featured in folklore and mythology. In different aspects, we'll admit mm. that in some aspects they're symbolizing treated... Symbolising death and symbolizing destruction, death and destruction. And anarchy. But in other cultures, they symbolise wisdom and sageness. <coughs> so, what's the adjective of sage? Sagacity. <laughs> sageness, sagacity. I made that up, but it's probably right. I think it's sage. I'm, I'm full of sagacity. I'm... Let's go with... They are sageable. They are sage. Mm. And, you know, we have to take that balance. In some cases, they do symbolise wisdom, eat wisdom, evil and death. But in other cases, they symbolise wisdom. You know, they're linked to my favourite Greek god of all time, Athena. And there was a recent song that came out featuring Athena, which was pretty interesting. I don't know if you've heard Warrior of the Mind. Nope. You should you should listen to it. It's I'm not going to do an, a, a version here, but are we going to get a rendition? It's a great song because it's all about Athena and Odysseus, and how they meet. And it's mm. a it's a pretty interesting uh, song, and without the owl, Athena has no symbol. I was going to say she wouldn't exist, but that's that's untrue. But it's a just great a song. bit of a bastard, though, Athena. Yeah, but she's she she... out with Poseidon, who's actually the coolest god ever. I mean... Creates Athens, which nobody likes for centuries, and everyone goes to war over, eventually. Yeah, but it's all because... Because they're just full of poncy, repressed people. It's all because she provided the people with the gift that they wanted. Nobody wants to drink Poseidon's salty water. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat <laughs> Athena's olives. Like, that's that wasn't Athena's fault that she was... I don't the, like olives. I love olives, so... Mm. I would def as much as I love the sea, you know me, I'm a sea person. But if someone gave me the choice of only drinking salty water or some olives, I'd always choose the olives. And so Athena was the goddess of wisdom. She was the goddess of strategy. Like perfect. You know, we have to remember Ares was the god of war, but Athena was the goddess of war craft, war strategy. And so she represents 
mm. a lot. And if we're going to Earth 2.0, we're going to need wisdom, we're going to need strategy, and I think we could get that from the owl. Not from the owl intellectual, in sense, but what it means. What it means. Greek mythology is what my favourite. What it means. What it means. I mean, you have just hit the nail on the head, really. You can't <laughs> get wisdom from an owl because they're dead stupid. I, I mean, they're, they're not just dead really stupid. thick. They're not dead they stupid. Are. It depends what you're, like, challenging it to do. If it's to find a mouse <laughs> in a field, it's the smartest thing going. If it's to work mm. out algebra, probably not. But if you spend your whole life judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree, <laughs> to, it will spend its algebra. It will yeah. spend its whole life thinking it's stupid. We base our mm. idea of intelligence on our thinking, but that's we can't hear a mouse running through a field over a hundred meters away. Does that yeah, make us? Yeah, we can because we've invented advanced technology, which allows no, us to can't. amplify our hearing to sufficient no. levels where we can hear mouses running through fields. But can we? Can we? Yes. Yes. But if I'm without that incredible advanced technology, can I hear a mouse running through the field? Depends how close you are to the mouse. We just said 100 metres away. Depends how big the mouse is. Well, if Depends it's... what the field is made out of. If it's a field of cornflakes, then probably. I mean, 100 metres away is quite a distance. It's at the other end of a football field. If it's a field of landmines... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it depends. The mouse might not trigger the landmine. We've got lots of different hypotheticals in. I've, I've opened Pandora's box here of hypothetical situations. But okay, let's imagine. Let's imagine in the most realistic, it's a field of grass, and the mouse is running away from it, a hundred meters away. Without your advanced technology, would you be able to hear that mouse? And I just want a straight yes or no answer. <laughs> no. Thank you. But I forgot where I was going with that. But because I, I was just waiting for you to <laughs> respond, like to be like, well, if you consider this, miles better. No. So owls, I think, are a big part of folklore. They're a big part of humanity, and the owl in Winnie the Pooh is a great character. Slightly strange, but a good character. Hedwig from Harry Potter, another great character. Completely unrealistic. Oh. What we I do? mean, Monty Python asked how many swallows would it take to carry a coconut. Nobody ever bothered to ask how many owls would it take to carry a broomstick. But it's more than one. You reckon? Yeah. What if it was a very strong owl or a very light broomstick? Still more than one. You think? I mean, that, that broomstick was supposed to fly with someone on yeah, it. Yeah, but only, only once the magician magic set. The owls aren't magic themselves. That's the phoenix. So Maybe. if owls had phoenix abilities, then they could conceivably carry a broomstick independently, although the weight distribution would completely throw them off their flight path. Maybe the, but maybe the owl is magic. Have we, do we, have we defined that? No, they're not magic owls, because you buys them in a pet shop. Doesn't mean they're not magic. It does mean they're not magic. They could be magic. Otherwise it would be called ye magic -y pet shop. But who's to say that it's not magic? Is there a single moment in the book and or the film where they say this owl is not magic? 
they might actually they might actually be I don't know them well enough but yes. is there a point where it actually explicitly says this animal is not magic and besides I'm sure he didn't have a license to keep the owl Look, it's you're probably avoid, you're avoiding a legal question. detainment of a wild creature surely mm. I mean there's there's a lot of flaws in Harry Potter mm. there's also a lot of flaws in the thing surrounding Harry Potter as well so also, the owls are indisputably the bad guys in Harry Potter. They terrorise the Vernons. They send mail shooting through their skulls. Shooting through their skulls? Yeah, I watched the R-rated version. Yeah, that's, that sounds intense. I mean, Hedwig the Owl sacrifices himself for Harry. Showing mm. the true selflessness stupid, of owls. Really. It's selflessness. What you call stupid, I call selfless. We just have to agree to disagree. Hmm. And agree that I'm right, as normal, as usual. I, I mean, I think we have to, all movie trivia aside, <laughs> recognise that owls for centuries have been a symbol of death and destruction. I actually so have we talked really... about them being symbols of wisdom. I actually have but, a really cool fact to make before you move on okay. to any next statement. Before I rant, go before on. Before you rant. Did you know that in Hungary, I found this out today, literally 20 minutes before we started this meeting, this recording, um, that in Hungary, their equivalent of the boogeyman is actually an owl called the copper penis owl. Or, mm. I've got no lights on, but I can't be bothered to get up and turn them on, is the Resvazu Bagli. Bagli. Yes. Which means copper bagli. Copper penis owl, and it's what parents use to scare their children to obey. And I'm terrified. You should be terrified of a copper penis owl. <laughs> and on Earth 2.0, we're gonna assume, you know, there might be Wait, no, we're the only people on Earth 2.0, aren't we? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Let's ignore that point. I just had a realization that there won't be any children on Earth 2.0. <laughs> I mean, if you're terrified of the copper penis owl, I can use that story to make sure you listen. Well, so. I mean, I'm sure we'll have cloning technology by then. Mm. But will they be cloning in the way that they. We haven't really completely thought through the logistics of this, have we, though? We haven't thought I through mean, the logistics the point we've of this. No, was you had a male and a female, Adam and Eve. So, see, God, God thought it through when he did it. He, he got it right the first and time. Adam and Eve weren't but on the ark. That, it, okay. that, that's why it's called uh, Noah's those, Ark. Those were two separate parts <laughs> yeah. of a sentence. They weren't designed to be treated Because you said, you said, that's why they had a man and a woman, Adam and Eve. And I was like, no, because otherwise, where's Noah? Otherwise, we'd call it Adam's Ark and not Noah's Ark. Noah turned up for the Saturday night threesomes. Yes, he greased I can't believe you. I read you a just... different version of the Bible to you. Yeah, I think you're back reading the R-rated version. I mean, actually, saying that the Bible is pretty R-rated if you real if you read the the real Bible. Someone must have done that. Come on go for the city urban dictionary version of the bible 
I'd read that. I mean, if you read... I haven't read the Bible, but I'd read that. If you read the Old Testament, I've never read the full thing, but the Old Testament is full of some quite questionable activities. Um, mm. You know, some, some pretty interesting stories, like the... I always get mixed up, but like Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and... <coughs> two places where there was a lot of... Well, basically, anal sex going on. Um, often between men, and that's where the word like sodomite comes from. Sodomy. Sodomy. Ah. Yeah, which is actually. Do you know where the word owl comes from? I think it comes from a book that's all about wisdom. And someone was Do like, you? Ooh, wise. Ooh, wise. You can't think of the last word, can you? I can't think of something that starts with L. Ooh, wise. We can edit this bit out. <laughs> this yeah, is the bit you should, have taken, you should have taken a I'm screenshot. I'm just going to make it ten minutes, Joe. <laughs> this is the bit you should have taken a screenshot of my eyes being like, a oh, wise, learned creature, owl creature, which was shortened to owl. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, also... Now, owl comes from Ululatio. Ululatio, which is one of the best Latin words I've come across in a long time. It's a cry of lamentation, because that's the noise you make when you see an owl. Ululatio! 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 It sounds like someone ordering... It sounds like someone ordering a latte. Ululatio! Ululatio! Yeah, I said that a lot in moment times. When you go to a cafe. Latte on the double. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, where's the owl? And you're like, no, no, uno latio. <laughs> You'd be a great stand-up in Rome. I would have been. I would have been mm. in the fora having a great time. Um, I actually really probably should turn on some lights at the minute. I can't barely see my own notes. But the Yeah, I was just appreciating how much you're, you're method acting this role as an owl. I know, I've really gone for uh, the... Apparently you're not good enough. Can, yeah. you, can you also see, I don't know if you can see on the screen, can you see this weird circle around my face? You've got like a halo, <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, did, also did you know in English folklore, if a woman fed her, an owl to her husband, he would o obey her forevermore. That's, that's, okay, let's bring the owls. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's I mean, I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I mean, I, was just, I found that fascinating. And, I mean, if we bring an owl, mm. I might just feed you an owl if you listen to me forevermore. <laughs> because that would, make, it, uh, that would make life a lot easier. Uh, yeah, I mean, really interesting argument. I'm not sure it <laughs> stands modern scrutiny. <laughs> hey, you know what I've said? If folklore says it, it must be true. English Ooh. and English folklore as well. You know how much I love English folklore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I talk about some other folklores and about owls being creatures of death and destruction? Because you managed to put me off this multiple times, but um, it's inevitable, like the owls symbolising your impending mortality, you your know, reckoning with the devil. I choose to use the wisdom of the owl to not let you talk about okay. the evil symbolism of the owl. Well, <laughs> it's 
starting our tour of the world in China, the great horned owls, powerful symbol of death, to the Aztecs, it symbolized Teclotl, who is a god of the underworld. In West Africa, it's the form taken by evil magicians. So, I mean, if we're going to bring one on board the ark, you're going to have to test it first. Mm. Sort of chuck a toad at it, see if it catches it and puts it in a potion or something. I mean, their cry was taken to symbolize death by the Greeks, the Romans, the Indians, all the biggies. Uh, I mean, at the root of it, they're also just hated by literally every other bird. Because, I mean, they're bastards. I mean, it's quite, it's, it's, it's quite interesting <laughs> to think why are they associated with death and with evil? And it might just be simply the fact that they're nocturnal. And so mm. the fact that they're there associated... There are lots of other nocturnal birds, though, aren't there? Yeah, but I feel like an owl, it, to be fair to them, like, this is not saying anything against them, but they are kind of scary thing. They are, mm. you know... I've seen an owl a few times, and they are both beautiful, but also quite terrifying, an owl in flight in, in the night. But I think that's kind of an unfair... <laughs> If, if it basically if it sides with my argument, I think it's worthwhile. If it goes against it, I think it's mm. an unfair assumption. So, um, to be you know, the Greeks saw them as wise. Great. The other, <laughs> every other civilization saw them as evil. I just think we need to discount that. You know, if, mm. I think that's the only way of looking the at it. Greeks did also see them as symbols of death. They, they do, yeah. do come hand I mean, in hand inseparably. We, you know, wisdom, death, all of us wise people will sometimes die. Mm. Um. They're Strix in Latin, owls. We talked about all the French names for them, but in Latin they're Strix. Strix. Which has the same root as their word for witch. Oh. So more about them being evil demon spirits. Do you reckon that comes they're all from... witchy, witchy, witches, because that was supposedly the form witches take, took. Do you reckon it comes from sticks somewhere along the line, as in the river sticks? As in the Greek, mm, the, no. the the gateway to the underworld. No, I don't. Oh. They hated the Greeks, the Romans. Well, They're I mean, not going to steal their words. They mean they stole basically. It'd be like the French using Le Weekend. I mean, the they basically stole their entire pantheon. <laughs> and I mean, don't isn't French for Weekend? But they renamed the them as the important thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that. I was like, I had a moment, I was like, wait, the weekend is actually true. I was like... I didn't pick up on it first because I was too I was too keen to make my Greeks mm. to Roman gods comforting, but then I was like, wait, he's tr he's correct. Um, yeah. I've got know, another interesting etymology fact. I know, I, you know how much I love these uh, etymology as, facts. Yeah. Uh, as noted, I did struggle on the nymphomaniacal point with reference to owls this week <laughs> but i did discover in my toil that the word cuckold right taking yeah. on its modern meaning comes from the poem the owl and the nightingale which of course is about an owl cheating on its partner with a nightingale Ooh. running away in a boat and doing all sexy things and running, i actually can't remember how boat. it goes but i'm sure there's lots of animalistic sex involved. Are you not confusing... Have you ever read The Owl and the Nightingale? 
No, but I've read the the owl Good. and the the Sorry. owl and the, the owl and the pussy cat. And I was like, when you like run away in a boat, I was like, what is it about owls and getting into boats? Like mm. the owl and the nightingale. Please tell me a little bit about the owl and the nightingale. They're terrified of Poseidon. The owl so and the nightingale. As well. Are you gonna look it up? Yeah, I'm looking at it. You're gonna tell up. me they don't get in a boat or have animalistic sex? I don't think they get in a boat. I'm going to do a control F for boat. <laughs> you definitely confused it with the owl and the pussycat. Oh, the nightingale. Can you read it to us? I, I can actually. The owl and the nightingale. Sorry, I'm just looking it up. Oh, I feel like the readers, the readers, the listeners need to know the this. The new arc does poetry. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Oh gosh, it's quite long. I'll do the abridged version. One night, oh ho, along came to. Okay, so this bows. is this is part of it. And they had lots of sexy times in a boat. I was in a valley in springtime in a very secluded corner. I heard an owl and a nightingale holding a great debate. Their argument was fierce, passionate, and vehement. Sometimes sotto voce, sometimes loud and each of them swelled with rage against the other and let out all her anger and said the very worst she could think of about each other's character. And especially they argued vehemently against each other's song. So it's just arguing who's got the nicest song. I can't say anything about a boat and sexy time, so. Yeah, but after that they make up and <laughs> do it. I think you might Many have times made loudly that. in the bushes. I think you might have made that up just to kind of... Also, I really like the word nymphomaniacal. That was a very mm. nice touch, I have to say. I have never really considered nymphomaniacal a word, but I suppose that is what it That's, would be. It's because you're lacking sagacity, Joe. Sagacity. Sagacity and nympho... I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a nymphomaniac. I was going to Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah... What other points you do you have about mine? I didn't even come close to saying that. I don't know why you needed to deny it, actually. I don't know why I needed to deny it. Um, <laughs> did you know that an owl's hearing does not get worse with age? Or diminishes... I actually. Diminishes... Is that because they all die young? They fast die young? No, it's because they're actually, they're parts of their ear actually regenerate constantly. Hmm. Which I found fascinating. In, not like in humans where, you know, eventually the cilia and the stuff start to break down. They actually regenerate constantly. So there is mild to no degeneration of hearing over time. I mean, also, the, another study showed that possibly, this isn't really helping my case, but I find it an interesting fact. 75% of owl's brain capacity is devoted to sight and hearing. Yeah, I mean, they are just nature's... Perfectly engineered stalkers, gossip yeah. mongers. I uh, think that would be perfect. They've basically got eyes in the back of their head, literally turning it to seventy degrees. Yeah, I think they're perfect. Many of them do have fake eyes. Yeah. And the tufts as well. Like that's the. I mean, Sorry, that's... can you do that mime again? I thought it was brilliant <laughs> podcast material. 
Um, Joe is doing rabbit ears, apparently representing owl tufts. I was representing owl tufts, which for most owls mm. don't actually have much to do with hearing. They are just... Do they? Ornaments. Purely decorative. Yes, which shows that mm. despite their going full circle back to what you were saying about them being unsanitary, they are decorative. And also, they have been shown to be to use dung to actually lure... Lure? To lure dung beetles in, like actually use it as a tool, not just wait passively for it to arrive, but to actually set traps for dung beetles to come. Are you helping your case, saying they hunt with dung? Yes, that's definitely this, helping this my case. This is making them more sanitary. They are, but they're capable of tool use. And, you know, I think that's what's more important. Let's just ignore the tool that is mm. being used and focus on the fact that they are using tools. Well, I mean, one of the most fundamental things about owls is their mess comes out of both ends. So they're vomiting and shitting simultaneously. I mean, I mean I've done that a few times. You, you've got double the mess. Yeah. yeah. There's been times where, you know, yeah. I've eaten maybe a bit of bread and as a celiac, mm. it's not gone well for me. So, you know, I think that's, that's important to consider. Am I not making it onto the ark? Because I've shattened. No. Anyway, I think that's enough for today. And I think the readers, I keep calling them the readers. I think the listeners. The readers. <laughs> the readers. Yeah. The listeners will have to make up their own minds on this. And I don't even think we should make closing arguments. I think we should just leave it there. Do you? I do. Well, I'm going to make a closing argument <laughs> even so. Screw you, Joe. Okay, I'll let you. I mean. You go first. First and foremost, they come from Australia. And anything that came from Australia evolved in Australia, which is actually quite a few birds. All the birds of prey, certainly, all the parrots, and all the owls, is clearly not to be trusted, is a convict, is an outcast from the rest of the world. It comes from the place that invented Vegemite. I don't think I need to say any more than that. But I will. I mean, coming back to the original point of animals being murderers, I mean, they are famous for having too young so that they can fight to the death and kill each other immediately upon birth when food gets short and then cannibalise each other. Yay! Happy times! And finally... No, I'll go two more points. Second to finally, do you know what the collective noun for a group of owls is? I was going to say murder, but that's crows. I don't know, what is yeah, the collective? that would be equally appropriate. What is the collective? It's, it's a parliament. Parliament of Owls. That's See? coined by C.S. Lewis in Narnia, which furthers my long-standing belief that collective nouns are utterly futile fabrications. But more importantly, it means that animals are inseparably tied to the chaotic anarchy that is our democratic form of politics. And personally, for Earth 2.0, I believe in a tyranny as our most efficient form of government. So I don't want the owls on board, and I rule, so there. And finally, if we do bring owls on board, I'm going to eat them. 
fair warning, because Darwin ate them and he said they were freaking fabulous. I mean, Indescribable, also... Indescribable, is what he said. It's also... I'm just going to chow down on them. It was also an owl that stopped the glutton club. A particularly stringy owl <laughs> that made them decide to get drunk and drink lots of port. So... Maybe he had one delicious owl, but he also had an absolutely disgusting one at some point as well, so you're not going to eat them. Mm. Second of all, if we're banning things from Australia, then you're not going to def- you're definitely not making it onto the Ark. Yeah. D- despite your best attempts no, British. at a British accent. We all know. Hello. We all know, after some previous episodes where you've discussed growing up in Australia, we all know. We all know the real fact, so I think, you know, this is... Technically, Elliot. I'm British by birth. Are you? Technically, I come from the UK. Yep. What, is, what is your backstory? Tell me. Oh, this is going to be the Elliot podcast now. Yeah. I, I only moved to Australia when I was about five. So, how long were you in Australia for? Most of my life. Mm, so, yes, thank you. Until about two years ago. Yeah, so you're but Australian. Technically, I'm British. What's your, what's your citizenship? Dual. British and Australian? Yeah. Mm. British proceeding, obviously. Well, not really. I, I, am, mm. I think if you've lived there for 15 years, I'm going to go Australian. Are you? Yeah, just because it furthers my claim. But my argument was about where ours came from, not where they currently live. Yeah, but that's even worse. You went there Is it? And, okay. and developed that skills. You, <laughs> Being Australian is not genetic, it's learned. <laughs> you've acquired... I come from a land down under. You've acquired the Ooh, characteristics oh. of an Australian, and that's... and combined them with British. You've combined the two worst parts of it. Have I? Cool. The, the other thing to say about owls being a parliament is that despite your questionable use of the word anarchy, it also shows that they are related to... <laughs> I thought that was an understatement, <laughs> given the current state of politics. I mean, the current state of politics How would you in the characterize UK. It? Oh yeah, it's functioning perfectly well. You know, mm. look how nobody's on strike. Everyone is just working yeah. fine. We've got an excellent prime minister who really cares for the the working person. You know, mm. he he regularly throws scraps out from his billion dollar mansion, or whatever billion pound mansion. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. But, Welcome to satire on the new arc. <laughs> yeah. But I do think the fact that, you know, a parliament of owls shows that they are actually associated with decency, morals. And it's just that modern day parliament is not associated with those uh, characteristics. No, it just shows that they're associated with Athena, the bitchy goddess of weakness. And, and as we've established, I love Athena, so... But nobody else did. I mean, like I do. owls, because they get mobbed by all the other birds. I mean, it's, it's the most surefire way to attract lots of birds, just to do an owl call. Have you ever tried this? No. It's how you attract all the small birds, because they come to mob you. The most effective one I've found is a pearl spotted owl, just a tiny little owl in okay. Africa. Let's hear it. It makes it call like. I don't know if you're doing something, but your microphone is not picking it up, if it is, if you are. Yeah, that's Zoom for you. Anyway, 
at least everyone except for Joe could hear that, and you will marvel at this supreme, uncanny impression that I just did. I just thought you were sitting there silently with your lip, lips like in the shape of an O. Mm. I was like, waiting for you to do uh, something. I, I, it's, it's higher than human hearing, Joe. It's, that's how talented vocalist I am. Yeah. Could you hear that? No. No? That's quality podcasting. <laughs> hey, if people wanted quality podcasting... It's going to be on the new trailer. They wouldn't come to the new art. <laughs> I was going to think we're deaf. Uh, I forget that Zoom does not pick up the sound. Hopefully. I'm going to check the audio recording. Maybe it picked mm. it up on the audio. Yeah, see, that's picking it up, so... Hopefully people will have whistle noises, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. on the subject of animal sounds, <laughs> I, I learned one of my favourite facts this week about owls. You know that barn owls snore? No, but that's endearing. That's mm. beautiful. It's not endearing. It is endearing. It's going to be very annoying I think two years works. of space flight. You know what, I actually forgot that this whole discussion I mean, they're was... They're going to be in cryosleep the whole time, so there's just going to be continuous snoring. I actually forgot that we were discussing the new arc. I just went off on one about owls. <laughs> like, mm. Considering we didn't have much to say, I think we've done well to fill 46 minutes of, of nothing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, hopefully someone will sit and listen to this 46 minutes, but if not, if I mean, I just want to actually... Oh, well, I, we've achieved something nevertheless in Joe's now inhabiting the mindset of an owl. He's completely lost himself in the world. <laughs> I just wanted to actually finish by saying that, Elliot, I understand the last 47 minutes, you know, you've been making some pretty strong arguments against the owl, but I'd like to remind everybody of the, the oh, point God. you made back in minute two, is that you spent, you, Elliot Connor, young lover of nature, spent a whole summer rescuing owls. And here you have the audacity to argue against owls after knowing that you spent your childhood saving them. And I think that's mm. a very sad And now regret event. it. You shouldn't regret it. <laughs> Every last minute of it. No, you don't. The past 47 minutes. You don't. You regret telling me about it, but you don't regret <laughs> doing it. You know, henceforth, Joe, I'm going to do a complete, exhaustive background check, find out every animal you've s s spurned in the past. <laughs> I was going to say. Yes, your life. Every animal you've kicked to the sidewalk, <laughs> run over accidentally on a dark winter's night. I actually, I, wa I once hit a very small bird, and it, it stayed with me for like two months afterwards. Oh. Like the, the, the guilt, not the bird. And it's here tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was quite, well, I was going to say, I think the bird, it was even more traumatic for the bird, but it was quite sad for me. Anyway, mm. that, let's call it a day there, because otherwise we'll go on for another hour about how great owls are and how they should be kept on the ark, um, because they are fantastic symbols of wisdom, symbols of hope, you know, death symbolizes new life. That's what I've always said. And mm. that's what thing, and, and also, you know, are you to tell? You, you cut across my throat. Oh, I was just sorry. 
are you to say Ooh. that owls don't make it on? Ooh. 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 Just you a response to that call. I couldn't let that go unanswered. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like like a Welsh nun like asking a question. Ooh. Ooh. Do you know who I saw in the shop yesterday? Ooh. Ooh. I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> go for a deeper one. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Okay, go on, Joe. You can do the sign-out. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And voting for Send in for your owls. votes. Sending your votes. Join us next week. Join us next week. And, um, yeah, see you all soon. You forgot what we're going to be talking about. Oh, yeah. What are we going to be talking about next week, Joe? Next week, we will be talking about the world's greatest, greatest cat with black stripes. Mm. It is the one and only, the national animal of India, royal the zebra. Beautiful, famous. It is the tiger. <sighs> I was going to do a roar, but tigers don't. It's a slightly strange roar that I can't do. A chuff. Yeah. Chuff mm. tigers. Mm. I mean, they're not even lions. No, I mean, excuse me. But the, Joe's quite excited about it. He's a big tiger fan, I'm so I'm going to slap him off all I can. <laughs> I consider myself to be a bit of a king of the tigers, you know, a tiger king, mm. if you will. And I think this is going to be an easy win for me. I'll be honest, I'm going to put it out there now, easy win. Owls, difficult. I hope people vote with them, but it could go either way, and it probably will go your favour. But tigers, the real king of the jungle, the beast, the... the ugh. Not enough words to describe them. Anyway, see us next week when we discuss tigers. And thank you for listening once again. In the meantime, please take the time to vote for owls and put a vote with your heart. Thank you very much. Fasten your seatbelts and follow the lights <laughs> yeah. to the emergency exits. Yeah, please Check your safety brochures under your seats. Please. Join us next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>